I'm, I'm not going to show up. And they're going to be like, Daddy, who is this strange young man? I'm going to be like, I'm going to fuck your parents. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to be that guy, but you know. Oh my god! <laughs> he was like, put your hand on their head and you like tuff their hair a little bit. Hey, parents. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> on that note, let's start the episode. All right. Hello, welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my. I was going to say something disgusting there for a second. I won't. Come filled sidekick. Oh, God. Oh, God. God. God, no. Currently not. Oh, God. No. I, um, I'll be doing... Nope, I'm just going to stop talking. Yeah, can you not? Can you shut up? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the pee is stored in the balls, folks. I was, I was going to say my secret husband. Uh, secret husband? Uh, I see how it is. Well... Well, yeah, that's what Courtney calls me all the time when I talk to you on the phone. It's, it's, not, so, it's not so secret. Yeah, I'm like your secret, <laughs> not so secret husband. <laughs> oh, Technically, your wife thinks I'm your boyfriend. That's a lie. <laughs> so that's more than yeah, that. Yeah, it's way more than that. <laughs> I'll deeper. More profound. And it's oh, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, man, we're business partners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> illustrious business partners. <laughs> All right, if you guys couldn't tell, we are doing a Valentine's Day special. Yes. Beep, 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 beep. This time, this time we were given like a special to yes. do instead of just like talking about sex or mm -hmm. talking about like love and couples, like we kept doing. We were running out of Valentine's ideas, and I was like, "Damn it, what are we gonna do?" And then we were gifted HBO Max uh -huh. rained upon us something that we only that we talk about honestly a lot. Harley Quinn. Yes. Despite the fact that I noticed, like we have like four or five like Harley Quinn show episodes. We do. We do. Yeah, because we have the rise of we have the rise of Harley Quinn. We have what? Harley and media. Three seasons. Yeah, it's the... We have three seasons. We have Harley and media, yeah, and then we have this. We have six Harley episodes yeah. on the podcast right now, yes, and that's six I can count. We mention them in a lot more because of couples and sex and whatever else we've done. Cause we're a bunch of old pervs. Yeah. A bunch of old perfs. So we are brought to Oh no, you gotta talk about it. It's fun. So we are brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics Down Stable in New York. So I'm gonna change up the format a little bit. And uh you guys can always remember, please rate and review us on all your if on Spotify, Google, App, Apple Music, all that fun stuff. Please rate and review us. It helps the algorithm a lot, allows them to see more people get to see us, so please do that. I normally do it at the end of the episode, but by then I'm pretty sure you guys have all checked out and have already clicked on next play and decided to ignore us. So we will jump into it now. Uh, first off, with some news, uh, Scott. I thought you were gonna quickly talk about unknown heroes, but oh yeah, you... that too. Um, so top of the show, keep it at the top, so they gotta listen. Yeah, Sorry, no, guys, exactly. we're subjecting you to nonsense. Yeah, so we we can add. Um, if you haven't loved when I said come filled, get ready for more. I know. So we are launching unknown <laughs> heroes volume two this May May first, twenty twenty three. Uh, it is a ten. Uh, continuing the tradition is a ten-page anthology written. Uh, ten-page anthology with a bunch of new writers and, and artists on there. Returning, me and Hunter are writing a new story in there. So if you guys like the, the first story we did, we're back for some more. Uh, please follow us on uh, Twitter at Andrew uh, Android uh, on um, Unknown Heroes KS on Twitter and at Unknown Heroes Anthology on Instagram. We're posting a bunch of stuff there. So if you guys miss it, check us out there. Um, we'll have links and stuff when we get closer to the launch there. Uh, so, yeah. 
that's it. Yeah, rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, we'll have an official ad probably before, like by next week. Oh yeah, I'll do like a little stupid ad read. Yeah. Um, like I did for the last one. I still have the promo saved on here. I got. I'll be a slightly more professional. It's I'll okay. use like a professional man voice. Mm-hmm. Last time I was like, I'm no heroes. It's pretty cool, man. Check it out. <laughs> I didn't do that. You heard the promo. I know, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm <laughs> anyway. News, news, news. Yes. James, we got plenty. I know. Well, I figured also because we were talking about an hour special, it's kind of hard to like, we have to fluff some of the time. So we got it's not even an hour, it's 44 minutes. Know, right? <laughs> but it's a lot to talk about. Yes, oh, my daughter fell asleep. It's, it's, like, it's like a loaded episode, honestly. Like, I mean, besides Frank the Plant not being there, yeah. I forget what happened at the end of season three. I think he's alive, though. But like, there's a lot to unpack. It's true. And I didn't read the um the Harley Quinn and the Legion of Bats. I think is what it's it was called. It's not, it's not done yet. Oh, okay. Well, I still haven't read it yet, and I know that's the bridge between three and four. Yeah. So I don't know like where this takes place. Does it take place after? Because she doesn't mention anything, but it still takes place after season three because Bruce is in jail. But while you listen to our spoiler cast, yeah. But hopefully, if you haven't, go back and check him out. But uh, yeah, so th- this is like you know, it's it's a fun, stupid episode that's got a lot of the returning characters that we love. But we'll talk about that soon. Yeah. James, I want to get to this first bit of news real quick since I am a, a Snyder cultist in a different way. Yes. Uh, Scott Snyder, to be specific, I listened to his um, newsletter. He does a like a he records one. He just reads his newsletter that he writes, and uh, his buddy, I think it's Tyler, his editor. Uh, Puts it all on podcasting platforms. Anyway, so last week he was talking about witches. Finally, finally, finally witches. After what? Came out in 2016, I want to say, even maybe before that. We're finally getting more information on witches. Snyder and Jocks. Witches is coming to Amazon and Plan B, which is a, one of the companies uh, that's helped make it. And will be animated. It was greenlit back in December. Jocks art will be the uh, animated style that they're using. Snyder wrote the pilot, and he's also the head of the writer's room, and uh, they're doing two seasons so far. The second season was put into production, so hopefully if season one is a hit, season two will come out. And Snyder also confirms that a volume, and arc two, will be coming soon for synergy purposes, and also it'll collect the one-shot, once it's all done, that came out, the Halloween one-shot that they did. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I'm excited for this. I've read Witches like uh, during quarantine, I think, and I was blown away. And I was like, how has he not done more of this? This is his best work ever. Uh, I mean. But he just got busy, and then Witches got – because I think from what it was and from what I can gather from what Scott has said over the years, it was such a huge book for him that it was like a whirlwind of like offers and all this stuff that he got sidetracked, and then he got – brought into dc with american vampire and then batman into new 52 and then he was busy with all that and he's been bouncing back and forth and only recently has he been doing a lot of indie books but he's contracted by comiXology and uh however at you know dark horse technically um to get those books out so he's finally able to return to witches for the first time in years besides that one shot yeah. him and Jacques are uh coming in hard Jacques is the uh art director of the show and Scott promises it'll be a scary animated adult show. So I'm hoping. We'll see. Good thing. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm hoping good things. What do you think about this I, uh, animated? It needs to be. Oh, sorry. It's got a bunch of messages at the same time. Mm. Um, It needs to be animated. It needs to. I really? Would... You think so? It does. 
So the biggest problem, like I love, I have. But I think they can make it work. We we've seen some shows that are live action that are like wild that they're live action, like comic book shows. But I I, I kind of know what you mean. This kind of has like the dark undertones that a camera just wouldn't get. Exactly. Um, it needs to be a. It has to, and it's it's not even just that. Like it's there are dark undertones, which you yeah, of course, like it just doesn't hit. But also. Mm. One of the big things I do think that it does benefit from, excuse me, by being animated, is that you don't have the budget's a lot less. So when you you need to do weird, creepy shit, you're not mm-hmm. relying on janky CGI to cover it up if you're budget. Yeah, or a contortionist. Or yeah, or like, hey, when we stuff with this girl in this fucking tree, it's fine. You know, it's not yeah. like oh, and we have to it budget. benefits being animated because you can have Jacques art style yeah. be animated in a way. I mean, Scott said it's not one for one mm. because he has a hard art style to mimic, but they said they are going for like oil painty kind of like animated ideas. So they're going pretty into the whole Jacques art direction thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's the benefit of going to animation over um, animation over live action. Live action. Because what ends up happening is, like, you can do fun things like Jock's animation style. You can do things like having the creep factor, you know, or show things to the audience that you can't show. Yeah, I mean, it comes to, like, a... It's a weird juxtaposition because we have two amazing shows, both on Amazon, one animated, one live action, that are comic book content that are so stylized in their own right that it's insane that they could be adapted in either or. So Invincible, the animated series, we're finally getting season two, we talked about it recently. That is a style, it's not Otley, it's not Kev Walker, but it's a nice blend, and it kind of comes off like the Avatar art style and the Harley Quinn art style a little bit. Not an insult, great, but it's cool to see like you know that kind of art style work. But then you have The Boys, which was such a stylized book, and like grotesque and like crazy, but then the Amazon show made it live action and it's it works very, very well. Obviously some things have changed plot line wise. Of course. You know, kind of content wise, but there's still a lot of nonsense like, you know, long penises and shrinking and going inside penises and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot to to do. (laughs) A lot of gross CGI that you can do that even with you know how you said like, yeah, if we put this girl in a tree and it's like fucked up CGI, it's like, yeah, but we went inside of a penis. God, this is such a so there's weird so episode. there's a lot of things that uh, can be done. I'm I'm glad it's animated. I like animated horror. I feel like we don't get that as much. True. Guillermo del Toro is really the only one who ever like really dabbles in it, and it's it, it's never as horrific as it could be because he likes to do practical effects. So a lot of his practical monster designs come from like creatures, like Pinocchio, the one that he did on Netflix. Not a horror movie has horror elements, but it's animated because it's like claymationy. Yeah. So I'm excited for Witches to be animated. I could have taken it live action. I think so. When Witches was first picked up, it was picked up around the time the boys came. Yeah, it was supposed to be a live action series. And people were like, "Oh shit, live action comic books." Yep. Besides Marvel, like indie horror, like adult works. Yeah. And then Invincible came out, and everybody was like, "And it works animated, dude. What the fuck?" So I feel like Scott, because I feel, originally Scott was talking about how it was live action, and then just recently he's like, "Oh yeah." It got dropped and then it got picked up and then it's animated. What's happening? So it's cool that they kind of just shifted gears and I feel like a lot of it comes from like all the budgetary stuff that's going around in Hollywood and they're readjusting for COVID and people like oh, I bought a large flat screen TV in my house so I don't have to go see movies anymore. Right. It's 
There's so, definitely that, but like I said, like it's the biggest the biggest boon to it being animated is that they as a company, whatever the company wanted it to be, whether it's like whether it's someone like um an Amazon doing it live action or sorry, uh when it was first picked up or sold, it was supposed to be I think AMC bought it originally as yeah. um uh, live action. You know, they're looking at it as like, look, we don't we can't afford to do this. You know. Oh yeah, because they were losing a bunch of money at that point because all the shows they would make besides The Walking Dead and Better Call Saul, nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. I like it. I don't remember. I like AMC and I think I feel like they did have a heyday. Did. But a lot of their stuff is just kind of like now it's just filled with The Walking Dead and then like they just finished Better Call Saul and now there's just other shows that appear for like a season or two and then drop and nobody talks about. Yeah, no, and that's the like, thing. It's only the Walking Dead stuff. So when Witches was taken over, it was during the heyday of you know the AMC was, Walking Dead. Well, it was the birth. It was the comic book that's stuff. That's what it was. It was the birth of live action comic adaptations. And the yeah. biggest problem that they ran into is that they independent adaptations. Independent, yeah, sorry, independent adaptations. The uh, the big, like I said, the biggest thing, and it has always been the competition is that whether you prefer animation, it's not whether the audience prefers animation over live action. It's as a company which do you think is going to make you the most money and i honestly do think animation makes you the most money not just because of it uh, as you know not just because of a, a budgetary thing um i think it's it's yes i know really because of the budgetary thing but also people like seeing a better adaptation of their their stuff you know you can do a closer mm -hmm. verbatim adaptation of things and certain scenes that stand out you know in which is Dude, some of the animated DC movies are are better than some of the live action yeah, ones. It is. It's... It just depends on what story you're adapting, who's doing it, mm -hmm. and how it's presented. Mm -hmm. And I think witches will be presented very well in this format, especially seeing the success of Invincible and other things. Because we saw Paper Girls, uh... and unfortunately, Paper Girls got canned after season one, and it was a live action romp. Similar to Deadly Class, but that was on sci-fi, so double-edged sword. Well, uh, why the Last Man? Like, some live-action adaptations don't work, but some do, like Sweet Tooth. Yeah. And The Boys, obviously. Well, there's a difference between, like, like why sorry, Deadly Class got canceled after one season, and then Paper Girls getting canceled after one season. It's not because they were live-action. Sci-fi got canceled. Well, no, but... The reason yeah, they got canceled is because, like, sci Deadly yeah. Class was on at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. You know, yeah. no one advertisers all pulled back and no one was watching it. And Paper mm -hmm. Girls, they put it all in one day. They made a big yeah. They dumped it all like fucking idiots. Yeah, instead of instead of doing like the other two comic book shows that they had, plus their other shows, yeah. were dump one to three episodes depending on story structure, and then weekly for the rest, the, the next five, six to ten. Yeah. And then for Paper Girls, they were like, and it's all here. Yeah. And it's just like, what the? Well, what? Nope. Why? Doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, I feel like they just didn't believe in the project as much. And I mean, from what I've seen, it's not as strong as The Boys, but it's a different style of show. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. I mean, I think Paper Girls is better written on paper, like through comic books, than The Boys, because The Boys is like sometimes just trash. But the, the, the TV show makes The Boys seem way better than it is. Oh, yeah. I've seen people that like watch the show and come in and like try to pick up the books, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of differences. No, absolutely. So, 
You want to move on to the next bit? Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm looking at like posts like, right. from like Valentine's Day. Amazon Prime right, has another show based on the Sony owned Marvel, Sony owned Marvel characters centering this time on the gritty 1930s Spider Man noir. But this one will actually feature, feature a non Peter Parker main character. So it's a, another Spider Man list Spider Man property from Sony. Yeah, like Silk Spider Society, which is the, uh, which is nope. the, um, yeah, but that's, but, it, but the reason is because it's called Silk. Yeah. Spider Society, not Spider Man Silk. Right. This one is called Spider Man Noir, but it's not Spider Man, or at least it's not Peter Parker. Also, it's personally, character. I would have called it Spider Noir. So then you're not saying it's a man or a woman, right? Also, unless that's the plot line where it's like you don't know who's who, and then it's revealed to be whatever. That's true, but also it may not be a. Um, we don't know what this is. You know what I mean? We don't know what the, the, the actual like storyline's gonna be. Oh no, it could easily be like Spider Man has died and someone else is taking over, right. so technically it's Spider Man Noir. I just think calling it I mean, obviously you want namesakes. Anything that has Spider Man on it, people will watch at least one episode. Yeah. Like Silk still has Spider Society, Spider still in and people can associate Silk with Spider Man, especially if you advertise it properly. 100%. Or if you have Cindy Moon's origin stay very similar to where it's like she got bit by the same spider Peter did, but instead of, you know, not telling people uh, and becoming a superhero, Silk told her parents and they locked her up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I, I'm just excited to see how they kind of – because even though the Sony Spider-Man projects are always like, ah, yeah, you know? Yeah. I feel like they kind of hit a stride with um, their new set, at least from what we've heard in, like, the grapevine. I hear Spider-Woman or Sp Madam Web or whatever that Spider Lady Girls Woman project is supposed to be with everybody. Spider Cindy Sweeney. Let's and, go, baby. Yeah, it is supposed to be amazing. I've heard really good things from, you know, obviously they can't spoil too much in NDAs, but no. Sydney Sweeney's been doing interviews and so has Felicity Jones, and they've just been kind of, you know, teasing up a little bit of what's going on. And it sounds nuts. And and we've seen the set photos. Oh, I got to send you something. Oh, or at least a few of them. Go to Instagram in a second. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. But um, but yeah, it's just insane that like some of this stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, it's not big enough to talk about. No, no, talking no, about no. when trailer drops. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm excited to see like what Sony has to do because I'll watch anything comic book related. I didn't watch pa um, Paper Girls because it's on Amazon. Or I have Amazon. That's right. But once I get it, I'll watch it. But um, and I haven't watched Sandman yet because but other than that, I watch basically everything comic book related that comes out in media. Like I watch Invincible, The Boys, when I had those free subscriptions, and then um, you know I watched I watched a bit of Deadly Class, but I didn't finish it, and because I didn't have TV at the time, I was watching it on uh, I think Hulu. But you know, just I'll watch whatever, especially if it's Marvel or DC, especially I'll I'll watch whatever they put. Out. I watch every single DC movie, even though they're terrible. I know you do. Hoping that this new slate's good. Fingers crossed. Uh. I know. I the point where, like, I was, I was telling me and Sabrina were talking about it today. Like, it's and it's not to be on a tangent or anything. I'm trying not to say. I'm trying not to do that. Um, but it is like it's one of like this new stuff. Like, well, it's not a full tangent. We got some stuff to talk about at the end. Yeah. that's kind of relevant. So, but, like, I I am very much on the idea. Like, if you have to pick and choose. Oh, we're talking about the the amount of Marvel properties coming out that was slated. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, Feige just recently had like a whole press oh, conference, well, yeah, so or, like, we'll skip to that. or like some yeah. conference. Yeah, we'll jump over okay, the so other news. Today, so yeah. this goes back to something that was announced months and months ago. Something Bob Iger had said when he came back mm -hmm. as CEO, and now it's got to be reiterated through Feige. Yeah, and Fe and yeah Feige was talking about it. This is actually through Entertainment Weekly. This originally broke and mm -hmm. Variety. Um, Phase five and six will now have fewer Disney Plus series. Um, they want to focus more on the stories and give them more time to breathe. Because I feel like we got like we did it Loki two months later, Hawkeye two months later, what if two months later? Like we had so that. many in between. Dude, it's not even that. Me and Sabrina did a count of this year alone of what was supposed to come out this year. So you have Quantumanium. So we'll start with movies. Quantumanium, Marvels, Guardian. I'm not doing any particular order. So mm -hmm. anime, Quantumanium, Guardians. And then supposedly, maybe Blade, and or yeah, we'll see what yeah we'll see what Blade yeah. does. So I was supposed to be uh. There's one more. There's supposed to be four movies. There's one more we're not remembering. Yes, yeah, so I yeah. So and then TV shows were, um, Secret Invasion, Loki, What If, X Men, um, X Men ninety seven, and oh Iron no, Mark. it's just those three movies. They're only doing three movies. Oh yes, those three movies. Well. Yeah, in July, we're not after July twenty eighth. We're not going to get another Marvel movie in theaters um, until twenty twenty four, unless there's a surprise movie they didn't tell us about. Yeah, so I think it's because Blade got delayed. Yeah, so three movies, yeah. which is Ant Man, yeah. Marvels, and um, and you're only counting MCU, right? Yes, I don't count Sony. Okay, because I was going to say Moon Girl um, and Devil Dinosaur just dropped as well. No, so they, that's not yeah. yeah. So it's it's so it's Ant Man, Marvels, Guardians. For movies tv shows yeah not not everything's reslated because of everything moving around but it's so far yeah. secret evasion loki season two what if x-men 97 uh armor wars ironheart six tv shows um echo echo and agatha seven and eight eight yeah, because Echo is supposed to be like November and um, Agatha is supposed to be December. Eight TV shows and three movies. That's too much yeah. content. Mm-hmm. You're telling me, man. It is too much. It's too much content. And yeah, I mean, as much as I love the Marvel content, and I'll eat up everything they give me, and there's always time to watch it. We ended up watching all the shows from the last two years, and they were fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I feel like as a collective fan base, we could do it, but some things like just don't have enough time to gestate. I feel like, you know, we would just go from one show to the other, and now it kind of bogs down, especially upon rewatch. We've talked about yeah, this hundreds yeah. of times already. Like originally rewatching the MCU was like kind of doable. Like it would take you a few days I, if you're a normal person, you but know, now it'll take you months. Dude, you know I did the the H. Roll Shrine uh, screening. Yeah, you did the screening in theaters where you watched Iron Man to Age of Ultron. Yeah. And that was what? 20, 14 hours? 24 hours. 24 hours? Jesus Christ, well, was it split up into two parts? No, it was straight. It was from 6 o'clock um, Thursday into 6.30. Uh, until 6.30. Uh, it started until 7. So you were in a movie theater for like a whole day? Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I thought that would be like, you watch six, you come back, you watch another six. No, I no, stayed there. Process. You stayed there all night. We slept there. That's I went to sleep. Sl there was sleep? Or did you sleep during one of the movies? I slept during, um, oh my god, uh, Avengers. Oh, <laughs> because you've seen that one a million well, times. Also, it was just... did, did they show Incredible Hulk or no? Yeah. 
It was in order. I would have slept. I would have slept in that one. No, well, <laughs> it was in order. So when we yeah, so Incredible Hulk came out second. Yeah, so it was Iron Man. <laughs> it was Iron Man then Hulk. Yeah, so it started at six thirty in the in the evening. So I watched Iron Man. I did Hulk. I did Thor. I did everything in order. But then like it was like two in the morning. I'm like, I'm good. I can sleep now. Yeah, I'll sleep during Avengers. Yeah. And I'll wake up during uh. What's after that? I'll wake up during Winter Soldier. Actually, actually, I fell asleep. Actually, <laughs> Man Three. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Well, actually, I fell asleep during Captain America. I, I knew I fell asleep during Captain America. I fell asleep like, oh, I fell asleep. You go get Super Soldier Serum. I'll wake up. Yeah, he'll have it. It's fine. I know how this movie works. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I know how. The Captain works. America movie is honestly one of the best projects that Marvel's done. Absolutely. I feel like all the Captain America movies. I mean, I know Civil War is kind of a cop out, yeah. but. We're getting more and more Cap content as it goes along with Falcon and Winter Soldier and the oh, two yeah. Captain America movies that they announced. So, you know, we're kind of in well, good runs. Like, I did that in 24 hours. And then we made, mm-hmm. I made a joke with my friends about doing it for Endgame. If they did for Endgame, but like... That's 19 projects. You know what's crazy, dude? Between Iron Man and Endgame, it's about 19. If you don't count, yeah. like, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix stuff. You don't count that. You can, if, you, if you just do the yeah. movies, because, like, like, a lot of these like, theaters will do Oh, I know, yeah. It's, but, well, it's 19 projects that the MCU counts between one and Endgame. Mm. And uh, if you count uh, Far From Home, which is, like, the end cap to phase, what was it, three? I think so, yeah. That's, like, a nice little end cap. And then if you... <laughs> And then it goes from 19 to like 36. <laughs> it almost doubles in one phase. It, dude, like it's almost. I mean, COVID kind of stretched it out a lot in a way. Yeah. But also at the same time, it's like this 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 content would have come out anyway, except in theaters instead of like Black Widow getting shoved onto Disney Plus and all these TV shows like getting and then Armor Wars turning into a a movie from a show, but that's still not out yet. Yeah. No. It's, it's just wild to think, like, you know, we went from 19 to, like, fucking 30. Like, I would have liked to have been able to do those, like, drops, like, oh, hey, but, you know, and go watch them in theaters, like, as the blocks. But then yeah. what ends up happening is, like, what they, I mean, what they do now is, like, oh, do you want to watch all the Captain America movies together? They'll do that. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's no feasible way to do it now. That ticket, like, I remember the ticket when we went was, like, 150 bucks. You know, that's, like, what? It was like seven, eight movies. It was uh, Iron Man two, Age of Ultron. So I think it was. I don't remember. Yeah, it was Iron Man, Iron Man two, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Thor two. Oh no, no, no! Sorry. Uh, then Avengers. Oh no, Age of Ultron. Yeah, Iron Man three, Thor, Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Age of Ultron was Guardians in your little binge though, or no? Yeah, it was. It was right beforehand. That's such a surprise because like Guardians isn't relevant to the Avengers storyline. They did it in order. Still, still very cool. Still very yeah. cool. Because I remember when they were like, "Oh, so they did, they did, they did intermissions though during this." Mm-hmm. And what it was, it was like, "All right, guys, you guys can all leave." It was everything. So it was nonstop till Avengers. Because I think Avengers aired around seven a.m. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, go get breakfast. And they were they they gave us like vouchers yeah. for breakfast because they were, they were supposed to give us a food truck, but the food truck broke down. And uh, so they gave mm-hmm. us vouchers to go. They gave us like vouchers to go to like a deli that's next. That was like next door. Um, mm-hmm. Just so you know, it fucks with your like perspective of time because when I walked in there, the sun was up. I walked out, the sun was still up, and then when we left, the sun was still up. So <laughs> I don't. My body. You're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, like, my body didn't know what time was. Um, and I felt mm-hmm. bad for the parents that brought the kids. Holy shit. Oh my god! Well, because their parents were probably like, "This will be a nice little no, thing to do." No, and then it's like, you, "Oh my god!" Your parents were sleeping in like the lobbies. 
like oh because they were like i'm not gonna stay up with my fucking kids yeah. like i can't kids like, <laughs> they were like oh so what they did was like oh everyone get your seats this is your seat for the rest of the night <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah, God. kids have to sit in one seat. Well, no, they like, steal kids. No, no, I mean, that, no, they, they told it to everybody, like, hey, pick your seats for the night. This is kind oh. of, yeah, it was everybody thing. Um, what Put happened? your shit down. Did your wife go with you or no? No, it was before I was married, well before I was married. Yeah, but you were still with her for 10 years. Yeah, but that, yeah hell no, she was not. No. Yeah, but you didn't bring her. You brought the boys. Yeah, you go by yourself. No, it was me, Phil, Justin. What? Ah, nice, nice. They gave us a poster, a medal. Like it's Avengers medal that says you survived the a medal like you did this. Yeah, you survived the <laughs> twenty four hours. Um, That's funny. Yeah, dude, and they they gave us free refills on popcorn and soda. Oh, that well, that makes sense. Just spending fucking hundred and fifty dollars. Anything, anything years, extra like... you bought, like anything extra you can buy. Oh yeah, candy. Well, funny, we, we we all did that and signed up for AMC Rewards that same night, and that all rolled over like free tickets for like the next three movies we saw. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you spend a hundred plus dollars at the movie theater, so they're like, because you know AMC kind of wants to reward you every like two movies, you get like you know some points that get you like a free popcorn. Mm -hmm. But you're like 150 bucks per person, and if we all throw it on one account, <laughs> infinite movies forever. Yeah, it was great. It was a fun time. It, do, it was a fun time. And then, well, uh, if I was ever do it again, the one thing I would do is get bring a blanket with me, mm -hmm. and like a like a neck pillow. Oh, for sure. Was I mean, it, I know a lot of. Was it before or after the uh, movie theaters started having reclining chairs? Um. So with this, they didn't do it with reclining chairs because it's not. Before they didn't want they, to take up the big theaters. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. They probably threw you in a corner. They were like, "No, it was big." Theater seventeen. No, it was big. There you go. It was big. Oh, yeah. It was big. It's just we were in the AMC. We were in in an AMC in the city. Um, oh, in the city. Okay. Yeah. I, I was thinking the one um by Stony Brook. No, no, it wasn't out here. Um, no, we went in the city for it, and uh, that's why Phil was there. <laughs> you know, what we did was we met at Phil's house first, hung out, yeah. chilled for like the afternoon. Then we went to Midtown Comics, and then we walked uh, down to the theater. We're like, all right, we got time to kill. Mm -hmm. Um, went there, and then we got we were like like the we were the the, the, the second group to be there. Oh man! And we're like, oh, we did like here, go hang out and sit, and that's what we did. We should have actually showed up later. Um. But yeah, Probably. and uh, yeah, so the, if I was to do it again, which now I can do it from home, um, but dude, it was yeah, great. Disney Plus is a hell of a drug. Yeah, I'm I'm also not doing I'm not missing work. Like I also took her off for work. <laughs> like I uh, I couldn't go to work the next day. Like I would, if I were if I were to do a binge of everything Marvel, I would go hard and do all the shows and like you can't fucking shorts and stuff. But it's too much you because can't. like. You know, there's 22 episodes in each season except for the final one of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Peggy Carter has 18 episodes total, one and two. And then you have all the Netflix shows and the spinoff content. Like, and uh, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Series. They don't count anyway. Yeah. Even I know. I, I'm aware they don't count. Even, I mean, Agent no, Carter kind of yes, works. Yeah, but... Carter does. Even if you would only count the MCU stuff, regardless of, uh, yeah. of like Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. cutting even that out, it's still undoable. Yeah, especially because now there's Captain Marvel, which takes place right after Captain America. So it's like, here's another one to watch. Like, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, nine, they ten, did it in like the way they did the AMC marathon. <laughs> they did it in like release order. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna if, go like you watch, into it, you're gonna start from the beginning. If you watch it in release order, doesn't matter. If you watch mm -hmm. it in release order, 
Yeah, Marvel, uh, not Marvel, Disney Plus has it set up where you can watch it in timeline or phase, like yeah. phase one, two, three, if four. You right? watch the in, if you watch the MCU in release order, there's still not enough time for you to do that in three days. Oh, three days? Uh, it's not doable. If, if you don't do anything besides that, maybe. Right. If you, like, only sit down and, like, you have somebody cater to you and you have, like, a bedpan or, like, yeah. a pee, like, tube... That like put yeah. You can't do it. You have like a it's, little cup. Yeah. It's undoable. You have to be stationary. <laughs> it's completely undoable. Because yeah, like, no, I tried to like start binging uh, the MCU and I got stuck at <laughs> got stuck in Captain Marvel. I started I did Captain America, I did Peggy Carter I mean, one and two, and then I was like, I gotta watch Captain Marvel. But then I watched Ghost Rider. <laughs> that's fair. Not MCU, but I haven't seen them in a while, and I wanted to see um, I mean, if, you do if they it, held up. And it, they kind of do. The marathons are doable if you plan them out properly. As like, oh, look, I'm going to watch this, this, and this today. Go to work tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Come back from work. Watch this, this, and this. Do this. Do this. You it's easier if you're plan. single. <laughs> no, even if, you're, if I told if Courtney you're... I was going to start watching a bunch of these, she'd be like, you pass. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I'm like I can do stuff because I, I watch stuff at night and stuff and and like during the before I go to work and stuff because it's just me and Ronnie in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I get like an hour to myself, hour and a half to myself in the morning. So like mm-hmm. I'm watching X Men, so I'm almost done. You know, I can bang yeah. out two to three episodes a day. For yeah, yeah, I have a very similar schedule in the morning where I have like an hour or two of free time before work, so I can watch like a show, play video games, or watch a movie. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad that we're having good to back into the news. That phase five and six are going to be fewer shows, and it's not like you don't like don't cancel any, or you know you could make them I, I specials think, or whatever. I but like, just stretch them out. Just that's stretch them out. I, that's hundred percent. I think they're like Marvel that. Zombies doesn't need to be in phase five or six because it's a what if show. Throw it in yeah. fucking like phase seven or whatever. Right. Like it's not as important as you know Spider Man four or Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars or Fantastic Four or the X Men like. It's not as important watching Marvel Zombies or What If Season 2. Right. You know, like, certain shows can be, like, not put on the chopping block, but put into the back burner for yeah. per se. That's what it is. Like, the best thing you have to do at this point is just to make it where the things that you do matter to your universe. Mm-hmm. If you don't – if it's not – if it doesn't really matter so much – I understand X-Men is a little bit different because you need something to sell – you yeah. know, for your the franchise you just acquired, but like yeah. also like if you gotta, I mean, like think for... about it, like She-Hulk and well, not She-Hulk, mostly Moon Knight has no ramifications on the wider MCU as of right now. True. Yeah. You don't have to watch Moon Knight, and you won't miss anything. I think the rumor is that he'll come back for Kang Dynasty, and yeah, then he'll get his season two around then. But like that's still like twenty twenty what five? Yeah. So Moon Knight's not gonna be relevant unless it pops off in something yeah. until twenty twenty five. And yeah, that's right. if nothing gets canceled or uh, not canceled, um, delayed. Yeah, canceled, delayed, or moved. Yeah. Yeah, like Ms. Marvel, she's showing up in the Marvels. She-Hulk yeah. will probably show up in something. Rumor has it it's um, Captain America: New World Order because Leader and Red Hulk will be there. Yeah. So, like you know, certain characters and Vision and Scarlet Witch have their own little whatever projects going on, especially with Agatha. Yeah, of course. Coming out, so it's like those characters will pop up, but it's like. Moon Knight, you don't have to watch Moon Knight. You don't have to watch Werewolf by Night. You don't have to watch... I mean, you gotta watch the Guardian special now. But, like, there are a few movies that you just... Not movies, TV shows and movies that you don't have to watch. Right, and that's... It's true. It's almost true. Yeah, you, like, don't you don't gotta watch What If at all. No. 
until Uatu, as that's how you pronounce it, shows up and it's Jeffrey Wright as a big bald man in live action, it's not important. And even then, you kind of skip it. Yeah. The cool thing was bringing Peggy Carter into the Multiverse of Madness, but they could have had Captain Carter show up anyway and it would have just been cool. Yeah. And that like was- if there was no one-if show and she just showed up, people would be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that was more that was more fan service for us. Oh, yeah, it was for people who watched What If. Yeah. It was like, oh, cool. Our, the fan favorite character's here. I know. You know, and then for those people who did their homework and watched the Inhumans before it was, like, irrelevant, like, oh, cool, Black Bolt's here. Like, that's cool. <laughs> and it's the same guy, cool. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really wish, especially now, this is just me going off on a tiny tangent, I wish they got um, the original Mr. Fantastic, Eon Crawford, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Definitely not, but maybe. Oh, the I wish they got him back instead, because if they're not moving forward with Krasinski, it's just kind of like, why did you get him? I know why fans wanted it, and I think he's still a great choice, but if they're going in a different direction, especially if they get Penn Bagley, like, then why even include him when you could have included the other guy that was already, that already did it? Because you got Patrick Stewart, you got um, Anson Mount, and um, Monica Rambeau, technique, not Monica, um, the mother, uh, kind of because she was relevant to the Captain Marvel story, and Peggy Carter because she was relevant to the Captain America story. So, like, you didn't, like, just give new, like, nobody was cast that was new except for Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. And again, that was more for fan service. Yeah, but they could have fan service and used Iron Grotter. But rumor has it that Deadpool is going to be wrapping that up. That's fair. Because Deadpool's killing off all the, not killing literally, but, you know, the the final send-off for the Fox universe is what it's being toted as. And speaking of which, uh, Emma Corrin, don't know who that is, I'll do a quick Google search. She's uh, the cast as, she's in the crown? Oh, very cool. She's she's in the crown. She's, I don't know if she's the main villain, but she was cast as a villain. No, she, you put uh, down main villain, but I'm yeah, not I, I, I must have misread that one on CBR, but uh, I mean, she could be, but I thought uh, I thought she was just cast as a villain. Yeah, she's. I don't a, know. Um, she she's probably gonna play death. I guess, or she's got like an elegant kind of like or she beauty could. about her that could be like, oh, yeah, that's what I meant by death. Yeah, I forgot that she blend death into different people. Yeah, yeah. So I I'd be cool if she was that, but um, you know. From what we can tell, it's Wolverine and Deadpool going through and potentially getting transported to the MCU. I don't, I don't think Wolverine know. is. I, think, I know Deadpool is 100%. Well, Deadpool will probably get thrown in because yeah. you can't not have the fourth wall breaking character get thrown in. I really hope that – this is just stupid speculation. I hope that after Deadpool 3, the next time we see Deadpool is in a She-Hulk project so they can both break the fourth wall and talk to each other. That's fair. Okay. Like, wait, you can do this too? It's like, oh my god! Okay. Finally, somebody gets it! You know, yeah, that'll be fun. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it's supposed to be rated R as well. Yes, and Emma, Emma Cronin is also in the Nosferatu movie coming up. I thought that was Lily Rose Depp, or is she just also in it? She's also in it. Ah, uh, okay, because I know it's toted as um, Skarsgård, Holt, and uh, Lily Rose Depp. Yeah, she's I didn't know she was also yeah, in... I said I saw the article on Bleeding Cool about her being in... Um... Deadpool, so then I opened up like the movies tab, and it was also it was like two articles right before that was her in Osferatu. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, she's climbing up now. I guess because the crown is over, right? I don't know. So they're like, you have time. Yeah. I mean, oh, she's also from Lady Chatterley's Lover, which is on Netflix as well. That's a porno. And my po- and my policeman, well, yeah, it's kind of a porno. And my policeman, which is Harry Styles' gay cop porno. God, 
Corin's going nuts, man. She's popping up on everything. She's the last two things she was like were like Shishikla and Mugad. Like no, I totally understand. I think she looks great as like an elegant style of like kind of deathly beauty. Of course, yeah. If that's the way they're going, obviously. Right. You know, because every time we see Sheikla and Death, they're kind of just like, yeah, we're badass bitches, but also like, hot. We're good looking. Uh, not Death. And and you can't you can't have us. <laughs> oh, you don't like Sheikla because she's what purple or pink? No, I don't care. It's just fucking. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're like pink bitch, purple bitch, don't matter. <laughs> Dude, I have explained. So I had explained it's back to the like the sexy undead lady thing. Um, mm-hmm. I had explained to Sabrina the Affinity Gauntlet story because she never read it in comics, and I'm like, of course, you know that's not Thanos' motive. He's not this like altruistic like guy. He's, he's a simp, he's a simp. Bro. So I explained to her, and like she was dying. I'm like, he did it all for pussy. Like he did. For, he did. Like, Thanos was like, the only thing I can't have is death. So I want to attract her to me by just wiping everything out. It's why you can't make that a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, they they the Marvel kind of like streamlined Thanos is simping for sympathy. Yeah, you know they were kind of like, you know, oh if I destroy half the resources, if I destroy half the people, then all the resources will be good. It's like, yeah, or, sure, sure. But, well, people people were like double the resources. Like, yeah, but people are greedy. So like, I understand Thanos' point of view where it's like wipe out the problem and he's like but i made it random i'm like or just wipe out all the bad people yeah like well the greedy people like <laughs> like yeah anyway he's like i made it random because if i said wipe out all the bad people i'd be on the list but i made it random so there's a 50 50 shot that i'm not fucked <laughs> like let me redrawing yeah. that's uh, uh, dude it's a whole thing but yeah it's, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just wild that again it's... But yeah dude deadpool rated r yeah we talked about this a few weeks ago and you were like like, it's not going to be rated R. You're like, they're testing the waters with Once Upon a Dead Boy. And to be fair, this could still be true. Foggy could just be saying stuff. Yeah. And then Disney could go, <laughs> no. Yeah, they might be. But I mean, I think Foggy kind of has a good handle on it. Obviously, he's been, you know, proven to as he's been the head for, what, 15 years. Yep. But, you know, I think that them saying Deadpool's rated R this early, I we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's... Or they'll just release a PG-13 version. Yeah. They might because both. they can. Yeah. Just bring Fred Savage back. Exactly. It'll be funny. Yeah. So we'll move on to the second, one of the last two pieces of news. We got the Monster Versus coming to Apple Plus, which now yeah, man, Apple, Apple Plus. <laughs> if you want, uh, when you get a PlayStation Five, you get six months free. I have so. PlayStation Five, and my wife has an Apple yeah. phone, so we're ah, so you're already in there. Yeah. Never mind. Then. Uh, <laughs> I got six months. I watched Mythic Quest. It's fantastic. I, I do. I love Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest is so so uh the new monsterverse stuff will start appearing on apple plus which they now say will feature old and new kaiju characters that we have mm-hmm. new ca- uh old uh, new characters new kai uh sorry new kaiju meaning like it could be anything from the library that they have mm-hmm. um and old kaiju meaning the ones they haven't uh adapted yet uh into the monster into the monsterverse like biolante mm-hmm. destroyer um a bunch of them Space Godzilla. I mean, <laughs> I don't think they would do that, but no, I know, but they'll have a lot of the ones that didn't get to show up, or were only like in King, not King of the Monsters. Um, yeah, King of the Monsters and Godzilla be Kong, like in like the background. Yeah, yeah go show more of that. And like, look, a big mammoth guy, and like, look, like this is kind of Gamera, but it's not. Behemoth. Yeah. I, so they all have names like Titanus Behemoth and stuff like. I looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. into Godzilla. 
Um, I like Godzilla a lot. I'm not as into it as you, apparently. Uh, yeah, you got I me. Really I thought I was the most into it for out of my friends, but you got me. Well, no, I'm wrong. We know one person is more into it than both of us is. He's an artist. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Gaff is crazy. Yeah. Well, no, it's good, though. I, 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 I can't wait. Actually, one of my, uh, one of our mm-hmm. customers is, like, super into Godzilla. Two of them are. Yeah, um, who is he? Uh, Cotillo? No, Chris, Cotillo? No, Chris Benny. Ah, yes, yes, He's yes, a mega yes, Godzilla yes. fan. Yeah, man, good for him. He even gets all the uh, IDW books, yes, which are sometimes kid books. Yeah, he does. He's, he's committed, to, he's committed dude, to the craft. That dude can bench press a fucking truck and, like, <laughs> swallow shit, and I'm like, here's this all-ages Godzilla book because you are that big of a Godzilla fan. And he's like, thank you, and he's holding it, like, with two fingers. Yeah. He's like, this is amazing! <laughs> the fucking, like, Bane from this week's episode. Yeah, you're <laughs> sure off by fucking, like, flexing. Yeah. Like, man, God. Yeah. Good on you, man. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for all this, uh, for more MonsterVerse yeah. stuff. I just saw recently that they did promo art for the connected Shin Japanese yes. hero universe. Which is Godzilla, Ultraman, Common Rider, all properties that have been great Toku Japanese stuff. And then Evangelion yep. is there. Yes. Why? Do you have like a reason on to why it's there? Yes, so yes I do. So um the Shin Universe the Shin Universe or the true universe or superhero Shin or so Japanese superhero universe, whatever you want to call it, um, mm. starts off with Shin Godzilla, the movie. Then the second part the second story is Technically, it's Ultraman, but there's an ad, um, animated movie that comes out, which is Shin Evangelion, uh, which ties um, the Angel stuff to Shin Godzilla. Um, Shin Ultraman, I'm actually watching right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then next week, uh, Shin Kamen Rider comes out. Uh, Dude, it's wild that they were like, Evangelion's in here. The... It just, I feel like it doesn't... It doesn't match. So each, so just so you know, the stories don't connect. Like they, oh, they don't they're not like interconnect. I mean, I didn't think they were interconnecting. Like at the end of Godzilla, Ultraman shows up, yeah, no. but they don't connect like at all, really. So there's oh, is it kind of like the offenders that they were trying to set up, where it was like Modok, Hitmonkey, Howard the Duck. They were all three different art styles, three different creative, kind of, four different creative teams. Kind of. So kind of. Okay. So. I know from watching Shin Ultraman, there's one, there's a character that appears that's from Shin Godzilla, which is like the uh, foreign affairs minister, yeah. who's the same actor and he plays the same character from Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But they don't, Makes sense. but they don't talk about Godzilla at all and how like Shin Godzilla ended. Um, and the first monster you meet because they, what they did, how the movie opened, spoiler for this movie. Um, how the movie opens is that they take all the monsters from um, Ultra Q, which was the show that became Ultraman later on, um, mm-hmm. which was like a which is, Ultra Q is like X Files. Uh, it's like a Monster Week like type of show. It's like uh, investigators um, going after like these big kaiju monsters. Um, and the first monster you meet is the fir- is a remake of the first monster from Ultra- the first episode of Ultra Q, but they use the sh- the suit from Shin Godzilla and they add like extra things to make it look different a little different oh so it's kind of like a Godzilla reference right but... and it was which okay. it was in Ultra Q Ultra also are these all live action I know you said Evangelion's anime everything's live action except for Eva so the Godzilla's a guy in a costume and not CGI uh nah, some of it's CGI some most of it's practical okay. effects 
most of it's okay, practical. I mean, I appreciate that a lot, but I also like my well, big giant CGI. No, most. he's uh, it's ninety nine percent practical effects. There's a scene where he's a giant. So in Shin Godzilla, he evolves. You watch him evolve as a monster from like a fish monster all the way to Godzilla. And it, there's a scene that's super horrific where he has no arms and like is like on <laughs> land for the first time, and he's, like, he's completely like skinless. Oh, yeah. And it's like blood and guts everywhere. It, it's actually offensive. Are these like are these like adult oriented? Yeah. Does Shin mean something? It means true or final. Ah, so they're like this is the true shit. Yeah, true. Like it's like oh, it means true or final. You can uh, I added something to our. our, our I'll talk. I'll talk to you after Mike about something I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the Shin Godzilla like suit looks fucking wild. Yeah, and it's five... I've seen like images all over the place. He looks. How do you put a guy in there? There's no arms. I know, right? Well, it's but, like do, I mean, yeah. Well, the arms would be right there, and then the legs. He's just got a fat dumpy. Yeah, and then you have. Look... Oh, I see the one that has no arms, and he's horrific. It's the um, Omega Beast series that I'm looking at. Yeah, it was like Kenjuei. He's not pink. He's got like um, like uh, like a like a, a neck that's got like a weird thing on it. But he's Gilles. got no hands. This is when he's going from Gilles Oh yeah! Gilles. Oh my god! I'm seeing Adam now. Yeah, this is uh, it's, called, it's the second form. Yep. Yeah, Christ! What the, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> what? Oh man! Oh man! That is so this is so disgusting. Yeah. I'm looking at a gif now. This is where this is from. <laughs> oh, he's like like waddling on like the land. Yeah, he's like waddling and all the birds running away. Yeah. He looks like a crazy dog, man. Oh my god, this is crazy. I gotta watch this movie. The movie's great. I've heard only good things about Shin Godzilla. I thought it was animated, And though. then his final form is like, spoiler for the movie, is like when they beat him at the end, he's like about to evolve his next form, and his next form is like he sprouts little humans off him. What the fuck? And then you can actually, they're like, oh yeah, we never got to finish it, but you can see like they, pour, you can pause it and see like people coming out of his skin. And like molting off of him, like and they're like they're Godzilla people. Oh, that's crazy! Is that gonna be the um the crossover movie? Like, they're gonna fight a bunch of Godzilla people, or is Godzilla a good guy? I have no idea. No, Godzilla's a fucking monster, like an actual monster. And yeah, but they, in all the promo art, they're like he's with them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's with them, but I don't know, like, cause Shin, Shin Comrade hasn't come out yet, and we don't know if they were bigger. Yeah. Old... He's wearing like a big old black cloak, so he might be like bad too. Well, yeah, well, everything's darker. Like Shin Ultraman's darker. Shin Godzilla's dark. Every guy lands the same. Uh, and uh, oh, because every guy is fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> Shin Ultraman looks darker. Okay. So that looks cool. Or Shin Comrade. Yeah, Shin Comrade. Yeah. Yeah, dude, this is like crazy. The horrific like, look gro- at it. how gross this one looks. I'm looking at all these pictures, and Jesus Christ, it is haunting. <laughs> it is, it is wild. It is disgusting. <laughs> it is like honestly unpleasant. I'm gonna have nightmares uh, just it's not, looking at this. Now pretty imagine shit. like the scene. It looks like my dog when I bring over like <laughs> treats. It's just like ah, it like Jesus Christ, well relax. It also doesn't blink, which is gross on the screen when it like it like like body shuffles and like squirms on the ground it's so gross <laughs> when you watch the movie like this is horrific why i watch 20 minutes oh, yeah, no, happen? i'm excited i'm excited to check it out it's so point. so and finally we with subtitles yeah it does yeah All it's right, on awesome. uh you can get it on dvd or like rent it on amazon mm-hmm. or like or apple or apple yeah or apple yeah mm-hmm. it's like yeah, cool. it has the subtitles out yeah Rock and, and finally, we have two trailers we're going to, react, we're going to talk about. Is first the Flash trailer that dumped on the soup during the Super Bowl. 
Oh man. Oh man, this trailer is crazy. I just don't care. This trailer, dude, I actually, this trailer made me want to watch the movie really bad. I don't, I can't. But I feel like it's not for the right reasons. I feel like it looks like a comic book movie. Yeah. But in the same vein, it looks bad. It, the problem is... The, but in a good way. Well, the thing is, like, the reason why... I, was, I even told Sabrina, because she was asking me today, like, oh, how do you feel about it? I'm like, it's whatever. Like, the trailer's cool, but, like... I mean, after all the drama, I'm definitely a different personally, like, right. in a politically kind of, like, standpoint, where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this guy, you know, and also what's going on at DC, like, this movie's like a nothing burger, but yeah. this is supposed to be the reset point, so we'll see. I think I like that we got to see Blue Ben Affleck, that was awesome. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, I like seeing Zod in it, I, but the thing is, like... Oh, dude, Zod coming back? I forgot Michael Shannon was cast in the movie. So when he showed up in the trailer, I was like, oh my god, I'm like, they got Zod back! Yeah, that but nothing... realizing that it's Flashpoint and they're resetting and Man of Steel is now with Supergirl, I was like, okay, this is kind of fucking cool. But, but it's also not resetting, like, that's the that's the universe he's in now. Yeah, I know, it's, um, it's the it's a, Keatonverse. It, no, it's not. It's the Burtonverse. It's not. It's, what it is, is Flash went back in time... And rewrote the reality, so now in this reality, yeah, he can save his mom. Save his mom. It's so flashpoint. Yeah, he's flashpointed. So now in this reality, Kara escapes Krypton, not Cal, and she crash landed on Earth and was captured by the United States government and locked yeah, away. Yeah, she kept it there like flashpoint. Like a flashpoint. And Michael Keaton's Batman now, and he's retired. He has to get him out of retirement, not Ben Affleck. Yeah. It's 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 the way the workaround. Yeah, ben is, Affleck's in the Prime Universe. Thing. Yeah. So, also, I don't care. It's a nothing burger. The only thing I cared about, like, the one thing, I wish I saw something in that trailer, like, one that we didn't know about. Like, we saw... Oh, yeah, we, we, as, we've seen so much stuff. We already knew that... We've seen her as Supergirl. We've seen Keaton as Batman yeah. before, and also we've just... Yeah. You know, we don't see... Like I feel like that... Yeah, I just like that's blue now. I feel like that shot that Keaton's sitting there and he goes, I'm Batman. I was like, we're lingering on this too long. Yeah, I'm like I just want I just want the movie to just I just don't I want care. it to be good and also not for nothing it doesn't matter if it's good it's a re reboot oh yeah I mean Andy Machete I like him as a director and I think that he's got a really good feel of like letting like superheroes do cool shit because there's a few scenes in the trailer where I'm like oh this is like they don't even give a shit they're like this is something cool the Flash will do it yeah like where he like, slides back and touches the other foot of the Flash. I'm like, that's so stupid, but it's so cool. Yeah, like, it's that. Uh, like, I like that kind of stuff. Like, Wonder Woman's in the trailer. She's a chicken white. That's, like, speed. Like, oh, is she? Yeah, that's Wonder Woman. Oh, man, I had no idea. Unless I was just stupid. Like, no, that got leaked out a long time ago. That got leaked a long time ago that Wonder Woman's going to be in the, tra in the movie. I'm like, all right, cool. But then I'm like, there's nothing in this trailer that makes me go, oh, wow, I can't believe they did this. Or like this is like so. There's a scene where they're on a um, rooftop, and it's like cut to like they, you only really see her legs, but you know it's a dress, and like she's kind of like super speeding on the on top of the roof, knocking out guards, and you hear the Wonder Woman music playing. You hear the din and din and din and din and playing. Oh, do we? I'm looking now. I'm trying to. I'm like, oh, it's Wonder Woman. And somebody's like, oh, it might be. I'm like, no, it's Wonder Woman. I, we I, mean, I really like the idea of um, the young Barry who, like, takes an old Michael Keaton costume and makes his own Flash costume. That's really cool. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, I think the emotional aspect of this is going to be strong, and I'll probably cry. It's weird that they recast uh, Barry's dad as Kyle Chandler instead of Billy Crudup, but Billy's been busy, so. 
Also, don't care. It's also an alternate universe. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I do like I do like the flash suit. By the way, I yeah. saw a lot of people shitting on like the uh, the weird grooves in it, but in motion, it looks dope. It looks like a good Flash costume. It happens. Yeah, I don't like this two berries thing. It's kind of like weird. Oh, by the way, but... it's not Reverse Flash who's the villain. It's Dark Flash. It's dark. It's Dark Flash. Yeah, I know. Which is stupid. I saw the uh, the leaked promo, and it's like a zombie version. I'm like, this is gonna be another Ezra Miller, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I hope we get Reverse Flash in some way, shape, or form in the um new the new verse or whatever. Oh, me too. Because Reverse Flash is one of the greatest villains, and this one they're really just like Zod's the bad guy. We're doing Man of Steel again, and I'm like, okay. Like cool. I got. I mean, hey, it's definitely got a really cool premise, and I like that it's incorporating a lot of things that are in the DCEU's version of like the stories. So like, that's a cool aspect, but at the same time, it's like. Why is Michael Keaton Batman? Why can't we just have, like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Because he was Bruce's dad in the BVS. Like, yeah. why can't we just do that? He's expressed that he'd love to do it. Like, I understand nostalgia and Keaton is fantastic. And Keaton's a great actor in general. But I feel like, I don't know. It's just a waste to bring him back. But, but again, a lot of this stuff originally from this movie comes from him replacing Ben Affleck after the universe change and being in Batgirl yeah. and all this yeah. nonsense that they were switching around. But they're resetting this. So I, I don't know, man. I'm just excited to see a Flash movie. That's fair. You know, we haven't had a Flash movie in ever. Yeah, but with a kid Like live action. Yeah, but yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he's... Unfortunately, Ezra Miller kind of sucks a little bit. But, uh, hey, if they're going back to, uh, like, if they're going to work their way through and fix their issues. Awesome. Good for them. All power to you. But man, did you really kind of sully the name of this movie? Even though it looks good in my opinion. I know they butchered the shit out of it. No, there is, there is no super, there's no wonder woman scene at all. Oh, so I'll, I'll, there's no boots. There's no, it's, I think you're just thinking it's Supergirl just in her white suit. No, I don't know. There is no, there's no wonder woman in here. I just watched the whole trailer. And there's barely a rooftop scene, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I didn't make this up. I'm not saying you made it up. No, I know. But I'm saying I haven't seen it. I'll keep looking, though, while we move on to our next little bit. Yep. Uh, final bit of news is the reaction to the trailer for Ruby, just like Ruby, which is the next animated movie besides uh, Doom that came out. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Dude, I <laughs> – there were so many people that were like – they saw the trailer, and they're like, what the fuck is this animation? I'm like, it's Ruby. Do you not know what Ruby is? Yeah. Like, they're using the Ruby engine, which I think is cool. That's but, like, but a lot of people who don't know Ruby or that engine are just like, what the, what the fuck is this? That's the whole thing. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, they're literally doing what right, – so, so this is going to be different than what the comic book is. So the comic book is the Ruby people – it's the DC people in Ruby. Like, yeah, and then the sequel book is the other way around. Right. So the DC, the yeah. So one, so this yeah, movie, it was Batman, Clark, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, or whatever. They were in the yeah. Ruby universe from day one. From That's day what one. they were. They were characters yeah. in the Ruby. It's if it's if the Ruby people came up with the just Justice League type of story. Yeah, because like Yang, uh, not Yang. Clark is like uh, Yang's dad's like farm helper or some yeah. shit. Yeah. And so and then like Batman comes from the same spot as like Blake. Yep. 
I think that's what her name is, yeah, uh, like, B yep. and Ruby. Yep. Yeah. So like, it's cool that like you know they kind of incorporated a lot of the background to it, and the sequel is supposed to be like I said the other way around. I but read it. How it was, is this movie I, presented? So I, got to re- so I got to read the I got to read the sequel. They gave us the script the the first issue. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Bad stuff. It's actually cool. So the it's the Ruby yeah. girls in the DC universe. Not as mm-hmm. oh they've always been there, but they got transported from oh okay their universe into the DC universe. And because mm-hmm. they're there, things are changing, and like Bat, like they're swapping powers with DC people. So DC heroes are getting mm-hmm. semblances, and they're becoming like DC heroes instead. They they get new mm-hmm. costumes. I don't hate it, but I, I would have liked it if it was like the opposite of mean? the first one, where it's like oh, Ruby's in oh, the DC the universe all the time. That would have been cool, like uh, like a secret school run by like some weird sect that we don't know about because obviously they would use like magic and, yeah, yeah. They would... yeah and then like constantine could make an appearance as like a, a guest professor and be like look we're gonna form a team and then i'm gonna bring you to meet the justice league and the rubio people will be like why don't we got to team up with mr constantine this guy sucks yeah oh we're meeting batman that's cool like, that would be interesting if it was like um titans academy with ruby yeah so the, there was like new characters. With the movie, I like that idea too, though. What the movie is doing is it's taking concepts from both books, where the Justice League wake up in the Ruby universe, and the, the, their lives are like they've been there forever, but their no. memories are like what is this? Their, yeah, so their memories are that they've never been there before, but they they look and have powers as if they were had always been there. Do other people in the universe recognize them as if they've been there the whole time, though? I don't know. From the trailer, it doesn't look like it that way. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't read up on the trailer. Like I watched I watched it briefly. They have no co- – like, they have the new costumes. They have the costumes from the, the thing. I think they replaced mm-hmm. um, Aquaman with Vixen. It's a weird choice, but okay. Because Vixen's there. Because they're like – we weren't – because they, um, Diana says to her, she goes, we weren't teenagers when we left. And uh, Vixen's, you know, and Vixen makes a joke. She goes, oh, thank God you two are here to Diana and Clark. And goes, I hate being a teenager the first time. I hate this time. <laughs> this shit sucks. Please save me. Yeah like, yeah, yeah, like can we get out of here and not be kids again? Yeah, the original characters were Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Jessica Cruz, Barry Allen, Aquaman. But it kind of looks like a mixture of arthur and jackson and then cyborg yeah so they replaced aquaman with uh and they, and they fought starro as yeah. the main bad guy is starro gonna be the villain in this one because he was just used in the super Sons. i don't think he is okay that's smart if they don't do that well i don't know what the rest of the, they don't explain who the villain is in the in the trailer yeah so it's just more of like the mystery of who they are because it's part one mm-hmm. yeah they're doing a part one part two kind of situation yeah which is cool, man. I mean, I'm superheroes and huntsmen is what this one's called. Yep. Justice League cross Ruby. I mean, hey, man. It's um, cool. It was originally called Ruby Justice League, which I think is a better name, but now it's called Justice League cross Ruby superheroes and huntsmen part one. Yeah, I'm in. Fewer fewer words there, uh, Carrie Shawcross. Oh, dude, Carrie's doing it. That's awesome. Good for him. Good dude. Carrie Shawcross is one of the lead directors of Ruby in general. Yeah, I figured. I met him. I met them. So bye. Um, me, so my friend Phil's a big Ruby fan, and uh, when we were at Comic Con one year, and the line was capped off and was super, super mega long, uh, mm-hmm. he used his press pass to get us in, and it was like, hey, <laughs> I was I like, hey, Phil. impressed. And we were like, okay, and he's like, who's this? He goes, yeah, he's my friend. Okay, so they let us both in, and the guy, <laughs> he's my friend, sure, I guess. <laughs> and the, uh, the guy who like does like who's their, like their LinkedIn liaison between like the Ruby guys and like 
news or yeah. I won't spoil who the company was at the time. Goes, yeah, just stay in the back, don't say nothing. And we got like super, we got awesome seats. And then like my friend, my friends Connor and Amanda, who are also super Ruby fans, we like walked past them online to get in. I'm like, hey, what's up? And then they're um, like, bro. <laughs> and they, uh, they're like, oh, did you guys get in? They're like, yeah, we barely got in. They're like, oh, you guys are in the back of the line. I'm like, yeah, we just walked to the front. <laughs> Because we have press passes. You know, uh, this was back in 2014, I think. One of my first Comic-Cons, I went solo. And I met, um, what was it, Gray, who voices um, the teacher, uh, Lindsay Jones, uh, who's Ruby, and then Carrie Shawcross. I got them all to sign a little Weiss figure. I forgot where I put it, though. I think it's in one of my Funko boxes. But yeah, no, it was when they were doing, like, their own version of Funko Pops before the actual Funkos came out. Yeah, it was cool meeting them. They are great people. Carrie Shawcross yeah. is – I watched his A Simple Walk into Mordor. If you haven't watched that with him and Chris Damaris, that is insane. They're both just really big Lord of the Rings fans, and they choose to walk from the Shires location in New Zealand all the way to Mordor in, like, a week or so. And Jesus Christ, does it not work out for them? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You definitely check out A Simple Walk. That is a very good, like, mockumentary-style um, – like thing you definitely check it out for you jesus christ but anyway going back to ruby dc justice league I, dude i can't superheroes and huntsman i think it looks good i'm a fan of ruby i haven't watched since um they tried to put it on their own streaming service rooster teeth first but uh, I, I like the original four seasons and i they're on volume nine now i think yep and they so have they're going a, pretty hard and they have a re relaunch uh that's yeah they have uh yeah ice Icy Queendom or something like Icy that, Queendom, yep. and it's yeah, and it's like so soft, re- uh, soft reboot slash retelling, yeah, of, like season one and two, yeah, but like actual anime style. So yep. it's like wow, it's nuts. So you can either watch that one or watch the original. Yeah, and it's so, not so fuzzle, man. No, nah, it's fine. So we will now jump into our topic, guys. It's our Valentine's Day. Get up, snug up, turn the lights down low. We are about to get big and horny with Holly Quinn. Yeah, just like Bane. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. So, let's get into this real quick. So, it's called Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day special. It is 44 minutes. It has some testimonials from couples in the universe, including Clark Kent, Hawkman, Darkseid, and Harley Quinn. And then at the end, I think there's one more in between, Aquaman and Mara. And those are fun. (laughs) Uh, The the plot line revolves around Harley Quinn and uh, Poison Ivy's first valentine's day as a married couple and it's a couple in general since they got married very early and harley quinn just wants to make it the best valentine's day that um she's ever had with poison ivy because poison ivy hasn't had great relationships in the past and harley quinn was a joker for most of her life so all of their valentine's days were kind of scorned and sour so she wants to make it the absolute best so she stages like this little you know they they go to the what mama macaroni and they have like this whole like little yeah don't even worry about going into the entire thing because it's going to be a fuck it, it dude it's the meanwhile bane <laughs> it's funny it's, it's honestly one of the best episodes they've done so hard like i love this dude clay facing his ass <laughs> dude. Yeah, so we will go into full the full breakdown of the episode because it's only 44 minute episode so it will spoil everything mm. uh and we are going to talk spoilers anyway but like dude it is funny like, mm-hmm. so it was cool. The opening with the 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 testimonial was cute, whatever. Um, but like, yeah. it's the mama macaroni thing. I fucking died. Where like, har- like Ivy's so into this fucking like fake 
like the, the Zeta balls or whatever they what was it called? Yeah. Whatever. It was. I don't remember. Yeah, like, dude, like she was medical. obsessed with like this is my favorite food. It's all my things, favorite things put together. Dude, and like and then like it turns out to be all like a like a thing from like Harley as a hookup. Like oh hey. Well yeah, because Harley does all this stuff. She would always go big for Joker because if you don't you know yeah. go big with the Joker, he'll like fucking kill you. So Harley was like, you know, every year with Joker, I always tried to make it bigger and better. So for this one, I had to pull out all the stops. Well, you were like, it was so great about it. Like, it's like, Ivy didn't, wasn't want this, but like, she was just so cool. I, I think I, the best part was like, all I want to do is sit and binge and then have sex and go to sleep. <laughs> I was sitting there like saying, Yeah, bro. that's like, kind of how it works for being a married couple and, and the reality of I had, but being, dude, being adults. Dude, I had to explain that to Sabrina and it does tie into this. Cause like Sabrina asked me. What do you have to explain to Sabrina? <laughs> no, no, like it, she was like, "Oh, what are you doing with your wife today for Valentine's Day?" I'm like, "Well, it's Tuesday, so it's I went to work." You know, she goes, "Oh, are you guys doing anything romantic or cute?" I'm like, "No, I'm going to go home. I'm going to record a podcast with Hunter, and then we're going to go to bed." Yeah, you're going to talk to your real husband. Yeah, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> your real lover on Valentine's Day. We didn't have our we didn't have our daily phone call I know. until just now, and I was like. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna call me today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had nothing to bitch you about or scream at you mm-hmm. about. Um, but <laughs> really, what it was, I'm like, no. I'm like, and she goes, oh, that's not, that's not romantic. That's lame. I'm like, no, but it's also the reality of being. Oh, like, like you haven't been in a relationship for more than like, I mean, they just hit two. I think yeah. big, big applause for them. They just hit two, fantastic. But like, I'm sitting at five, and you're sitting at like fifteen. Yeah. So like, <laughs> we're, we're kind of past this. Also, I mean, don't get me wrong. Valentine's Day is still awesome, but. I just love my wife all year round, yeah. not just on one day in particular. So, like, I love yeah. my wife all year round. Like, the, dude, I, like, yeah. I, I'm like, it's like you're supposed to treat every day like Valentine's Day, where like when you're married and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, like it was cool. Like, my wife got me this advantage for the the the, the Pirates of RPG. I got mm-hmm. her um, Disney Dream uh, Dreamland Valley, the video game. Mm-hmm. She, I got her like candy and a card, and like. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like, but also, like, two weeks ago, my wife bought me soup and oatmeal. Like, I fucking love that. Yeah. Like, that's the shit I want. Like, I don't need, like, fucking, like, big gestures. Like, I know my wife loves me. We have a daughter. Like, we have my daughter. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Like, it's her, like, hanging out and her not hogging the TV. It's, like, sitting down yeah. and us watching fucking Hell's Kitchen together or watching fucking Grudge Match. Cook, cook yeah, I mean, when you're young and when you're in a newer relationship, Valentine's Day means a lot to certain people, right. and it still means a lot to certain people in general. But yeah. I feel like, especially, I mean, me and you come from a different side of things where we're very different, like people. Yeah, Not like me and you are similar, but I'm talking about like compared to other yeah, people, we're a little different just yeah. because, like, I don't know. And this this may come off as me being a little uh, ace in some regard, but like, I'm not always like looking to to bone down or like yeah. to be lovey dovey. Sometimes I just want to vibe, and the wife is like that too. Yeah. So. And that's, it's just fun to just kind of hang yeah, out and like know. watch TV. Yeah, and that's what it's like. Yeah. This like me and Courtney, we went to Panera Bread and Target, and then watched the Harley Quinn special. We both had work. Yeah. So we came home. We went shopping. We had dinner, and then we watched a TV show. And we'll probably do something else before bed. And I'm not insinuating something I else, Wink. I'm just saying I, I don't know what people will watch another show or something. Right, know. and that's what it is. Yeah. And that's the reality of being like a, in a long-term relationship. Like, it's cute and stuff. Like, like if I wasn't recording tonight, me and my wife probably would have just hung out for like an hour or two. Because she, mm. she has to be up at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning for work. And like, so she would have played mm. the game I got her. 
I would have read over the book. My daughter would have walked around the floor or or hung out with us, and then we would have like just hung out in the bedroom, the three of us together. And then mm. the two of them would have gone to bed. I would have put my daughter down to sleep, and I would have probably watched Common Rider for like an hour and then gone to bed. Like, yeah, if it wasn't a Tuesday and we had to record. Yeah, if like... it wasn't Tuesday, and it's, exactly. It would have been like a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, and like at some point we would go out to like lunch or dinner. Just like two. Yeah, we, me and Courtney have like truer Valentine's Day plans set up on Friday, but it's with another couple. Yeah. So it's Valentine's Day in a way, but we're just going to go walk around the mall and then go to Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, like... And then hang out. So it's not really, like, real Valentine's, Valentine's Day plans. But, I mean, I don't know what... I don't know what the other couple has planned for each other today and on Friday, but I know me and Courtney are just going to hang out. Right, and that's why I feel like... Why I, I, I feel like Ivy is... I, I feel so much... I feel for Ivy so much. Oh, this. yeah. I'm like... I, a part of me is, like, a little bit Harley Quinn. Like, I want to do big gestures, but... You just don't have the time sometimes or the money. So every once in a while, I feel like an Ivy. And I'm just like, yeah, man, I just want to chill. I just want to, like, play video games and hang out. Yeah, like, hang out with me. And if mm. you hang out with me, be invested into what we're hanging out in. Like, if we're mm -hmm. watching, if we go, look, we're watching TV. Like, I want to do this for this, and I want to watch this. I want you to watch it with me, not mm -hmm. be on your phone or, like, do whatever. Like, That's tough to do in this economy. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I mean is, those are the moments I like the most, where it's like me and my wife and my daughter sitting and we're watching Bluey together. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're actually watching. None of us are on our phones. My daughter's like sitting and paying attention to it. But, you know, yeah, I sometimes have a hard time not being on my no, phone because no, no. I like to have not, things in my hands. No, no, that's not – it's not a knock at that. Yeah, my my wife saying, crochets when she does it sometimes, right. but other times she's like playing Fortnite on the Switch right, or right. flipping I'm not through saying stuff that, on the like, phone. To be really yeah. invested in hanging out and not feel like – Oh, no, I understand. That's what I mean. It's the sense of like mm – -hmm. that's what I mean for hanging out. Like that's what it is. It's those moments. That's the moment where you can turn around and like your partner is asking you questions about the show, and you're like, oh, shit. Like they're actually invested oh, yeah. in it, and it's something that I can I tell like. when Courtney's invested in certain things, right. and I enjoy it when she's more invested. Like we, when we watched Mythic Quest, she was like invested. Like right. it could have just been a show that she didn't care about, but she was like, okay. Like, me, like, like right. there are some shows we watch where she's like, no, oh, whatever. Right. And I, I watch it, it because I'm like, this is cool, and yeah, I yeah, understand. Too. There's some shows that she watches where I'm like, eh, whatever. Right. And I'm not expecting like I don't need that 100. Like, but like I was watching X Men. And I happen to wa be watching it, and like me and my wife were watching. Like I had it on, mm -hmm. and my wife was on her phone, and I was watching it. And then she was asking me questions about the episodes that I had, I was just watching, and we were just joking about Mrs. Sinister the entire time. Well, because she knows your love for Mrs. Oh, Sinister. Oh yeah, she does. She knows. She absolutely <laughs> knows my love for Mrs. Sinister. Uh, and the joke was like, oh, it was like the Legacy Virus episode, and like. He throws Moira out the window because he's at, <laughs> at the plane at the uh, at the jet plane because of, and we were just joking like, well, he just did it because she's a woman. It had nothing to do with like her being <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know, not, no, come on. I, I, I wouldn't put it past Mister Sinister. You know, sometimes he's a shithead. <laughs> but we were joking. We were just making jokes about. Uh, we have to, mm -hmm. we have to let Moira go. Why? Because her ovaries will sink up the sink up the plane. <laughs> Ew, women. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> women. Ugh. She can't be. Yeah, she can't she... do science. She's a woman. Her emotions will get in the way. <laughs> and that's all we did for like a fucking like two hours. We're making mm. jokes about this one episode we had just watched about Mr. Yeah. Sinister, and it was the best like two hours in a shitty week I've mm. ever had. And it was like, and mm. that's the moment where I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't go crazy for Valentine's Day because that's what makes my Valentine's Day all the time. Mm. So I'm like, that's why when it comes to, like the Ivy and Holly going back to the the show, it was like where Ivy's like, I just want to like. 
binge the show I wanted to watch, fucking take a dump, eat, and have sex. That's what I want for another day. And it's really, mm-hmm. that's like that's what it is when you're in a long term relationship, or there's a kind of like you want to vibe type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Harley, who wants to do this whole big over the top thing, and and the problem when you don't, Ivy's whole thing is like you don't listen, mm-hmm. and that was the whole what came down to, in it where it's like you have to listen to your partner because when like what they're saying is valuable because guess what none of this mm-hmm. would have happened if Harley just listened. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, she set up a few things, but yeah, if, if she just chose to listen right. to what I wanted, then they wouldn't right. have had to after fight a giant naked bin. Yeah, exactly. Like after the the yeah. them like after they she had spoiled like oh well, it was all a setup whatever, like that, and they went back home. That should have been the it. She mm-hmm. just listened, but she didn't, and then shit happens, and then you have a giant naked mm-hmm. bin running around, humping shit to death. Oh, yeah, because she wanted to make it bigger and better, so she still blasted the truth she to make sure that me. Ivy wasn't lying. Yeah, and then she went out to Etrigan, who performed fantastic fireworks. Yo, and then he has, like, his own potions and a cult shop. I love she it. Buys, um, she gets a spell that uh, gives mind-blowing sex to the next person she has sex with. It happens Dude. to be Ivy. And with her plant yeah. power, she shoots up petals that makes everybody Dude, in I honestly horny. thought, like, the – I thought I misheard – I thought when I heard it, and watched it that it was like the next person you come in contact with and i in my head went oh she's going to like shake hands with somebody by mistake and they're gonna come and they and it's going to be this whole thing and she's going to ask and it's gonna be this whole fucking thing about making up the whole like get the spell back blah mm-hmm. blah i was wrong but that's why i thought so in my head um yeah. i love the fact that etrigan has like this fucking like this potion shop and he's like you want to make dick bigger that's what it is like yeah and then yeah he gives bane this potion that's supposed to you know enhance his peepee size because he's getting involved with the dominatrix and he's like oh it's not small i'm just huge and he's reading all the instructions and he's like yeah yeah whatever and then at the bottom it says no, don't use if you're using hgh and it's human growth hormones and he's like fuck because he's you know bane <laughs> dude everything about this episode so like I, brett goldstein so- award-winning brett goldstein from ted lasso i know <laughs> I was like, I was dying because so I make a joke like if I can't watch it with my wife. That's Hercules, room, by the way. Know, yes. Uh, <laughs> if I can't watch it in a room with my wife, I know there's something intrinsically wrong with the episode uh, yeah. or whatever I'm watching. So that's why I don't watch the boys with my wife. That's why I didn't watch Game of Thrones with my wife in the beginning. I didn't yeah. watch this with my wife in the room. I'm like, they're they gonna say or do something filthy where I'm going to feel embarrassed. Oh, yeah, Bane's walking around fucking buildings, but then there's also the scene where like Harley and Poison Ivy are like banging. Yeah, and I'm like, and I mean, it's still a TV show, so they don't show oh, anything, yeah. but like they're getting pretty close. Like they're holding their boobs, and it's like, okay, this is like kind of like close. Yeah, but you, so you gotta like yeah, watch it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, and it's not even like the content. They're using like flowers to cover each other yeah, up. I mean, this is hilarious. Yeah, even content is like the problem. Is like. I would feel embarrassed watching because it's weird. You know what I mean? It's oh weird. yeah, if, like you're watching this Harley Quinn show and then like your mom walks in and she's right. like, and it's like, of course it's the scene where Bane's fucking a building, right? Or when Harley's eating poison ivy out. It's like, what are you watching? It's like, I swear to God, it's not porn. Just give it five minutes. I was watching. Just give it a sec. Don't <laughs> go back to Batman. <laughs> I was watching an anime called Rin. Which was like a six-episode anime that I got on um, 
uh, what you call it, on PlayStation when I was like in between jobs, so, like right after. Like, oh man, I think I know what this is. Yeah. And, is it Rin Daughters of something? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see where it could be a little bad. I think I've actually seen an episode. It's a fantastic series. It's. Yeah, I, I only recognize the, uh, the character designs. Yeah. So. I remember watching, and my mom walked in, and it's a scene where Rin's standing there. Mom, I swear. <laughs> ass naked. And, like, and like you see the, the, the hermaphrodite angel that's there, and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the worst. Oh, that's always, like, the joke, though, in, like, anime. It's, like, in cartoons, it's like, your mom always walks in when Apocalypse throws Rogue to the ground, and her ass is in the shot. It's like, of course, this is what my mom walks into. Yeah, not like, in... <laughs> Not where, like, Wolverine is, like, punching Apocalypse or when uh, anime characters are fighting in epic sword battles. Nope, it's the scene where um, Mei Hatsume falls on top of Deku and he goes, boobs! Like, of course. God <laughs> damn it. Man, it's always the worst possible moment that parents walk in on. <laughs> God damn it. Mm-hmm. It's just like this. And, like, uh, but it's cool. Like, I like the show a lot. So, yeah, it's one of those, like, I don't want to watch it with, like, my mom or like my wife like in the room yeah, i mean i watch harley quinn with the wife because she's wanted to get into dc stuff and when we first started watching and she likes adult cartoons so i was like oh great harley quinn adult cartoon let's go yeah. and then of course I, I love this harley quinn show it's one of my favorite shows like currently on tv and i, I want to say of all time but i have a hundred movies uh, tv shows on my favorite of all time so you know i that's right i like things but like i also kind of anime as tv yeah, so like you know, Harley Quinn. It's just it's just it's just so good, and this just adds to it. But like I said at the top of the show, this is like one of my favorite episodes they've done. Oh yeah. Just because it's so like just it's. I feel like season three and two even kind of like because two was like a weird season where it was like in limbo because you know they blew up Gotham at the end. So season two was like a whole like police state kind of. Yeah, it was weird. Like, you know, all the bad guys split it up into pieces. So it was like a whole thing. Season three kind of felt like more of a return to form, yeah. but it was still like in a weird state. But I feel like this episode is the first time in a bit that Harley Quinn has felt like season one. Dude, sorry. Um, season one was amazing. You know, it's really good. I, I think that like there are moments in the episode, like, excuse me, sorry. The, um, you're right. Like Frank not being there is weird. Like King Shark not being there is weird. Well, King Shark was in like one of the one of the quick cutaways where he's like doing pottery and then Clayface turns yeah. into the pot like like the, he's there for a sec. Kite Man is there for a sec. Yeah. But like, but Clayface is in the whole episode. Joker's only in there for a sec. Batman's in there for a sec. But like, I understand you want to focus on Harley and Ivy. But like, having this the subplot with Clayface, you could have dropped it for a different subplot. We don't need to know that Clayface loves himself. We already know that. Yeah, no, I get it. I think the, the I feel like Frank should have had a love interest. That would have been pretty funny. Right. If you yeah. I don't know. You know, eh. But I also forget what happens to Frank at the end of season three. Uh, does Frank die? Does he go somewhere? Yeah, or like remember. was it just not important to put him in the background? I don't know. Because there's a scene where like they're traveling through their uh, Catwoman's apartment and like they're getting naked. And I'm like, Where's Frank? Like it'd be funny if they threw their clothes on Frank. Yeah. Like, where is he? Like, what's going on? No, no. So. I mean, it, it does feel like this is a. I don't know whether this is an episode that takes place in the last season between episodes. Oh, I mean, it takes place after Bruce gets arrested, so it's got to be the end because Bruce is in jail. Oh, true. Yeah. 
This Catwoman. And it also takes place after they go to uh, Themyscira in season three because Harley has the armor she stole. Yeah. So yeah, no, it has to be at the end between seasons. Uh, yeah, four. I mean, I don't know if it's if it's between the issues of the book that's like season three point five, but yeah, you know, that it's I'm definitely sure. something. Yeah, no, I got to take a look. Yeah. But no, it's really good. I think the jokes land. Every all the jokes land. I think also mm. the fact that every character because of the spell is super horny at the end. It's like oh yeah, they're all just banging. And I was like, how is this like like because when we see Harley and Ivy bang, I'm like, all right, we're getting a little you know spicy. That's kind of cool. Nope. And then like. Literally two seconds later, Bane's walking around and there's like a bunch of like signs in front of him and a truck that hangs off his dick and like shadows of like giant penises and everybody's just banging in the streets. It, like, and I'm like, all right, they're going a little, they're going a little hard on this, huh? Lolita <laughs> collapses. Do you not? Yeah, he did it a bunch of times, dude. There was a scene where he like, so the the stadium that Brett Goldstein is in, the back of it looks like an ass, it and does. he he gets into it, and I'm just like. All right, we're just going, huh? And then there's that scene with the dominatrix that Bane uh, ends up meeting yes. with. Because, like, he's walking down the street and he looks like a gimp. Yeah, he does. So um, she's like, oh, you know, the GPS brought me here, whatever. So they go in and they're making fun of this dude. And I'm just like, this is, like, getting pretty, like, yeah. involved. Yeah. Like, this is, like, porn at that points. Like, I'm like. like again. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad I live alone with my wife now yeah. instead of with family. They'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I have a child now that repeats things that she, like, hears occasionally. Yeah. She babbles it. I'm like, nope, you cannot be around me while I'm doing, watching shows. Like, <laughs> like why? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, like, it's it's funny. Like, it's actually just a funny... It, do mm-hmm. I wish it was longer? Yeah, no. A little bit? A little bit. A full hour. Maybe another 15 minutes would have been good. It would have been able to stretch out some yeah, stuff. Yeah, you could have stre- added a couple, like, extra side plots, like with Frank or with Batman or with whatever. Instead of just having a quick glance or stretch out a little bit more of Harley Quinn. Like Harley Quinn just has everything planned from the beginning, right. except for when she goes off script with Themyscira, but that's after that. Like if we saw like in between poison, like maybe at the beginning before uh, Harley like drags her to mama macaroni, like it's her like setting things up shady. Yeah. Like, she meets with Etrigan, she meets with these guys, she talks to, like, the the Mama Macaroni people. Like, it would be cool to see in the beginning, like, she's setting it up, and then it launches into it, because then we see her, all of her effort she puts in. Yeah. But I understand, like, you want, like, the twist of it is, like, oh, she planned it all from the beginning. Right. You know, when we find out after she uses I mean, even the if helicopter you did, even to kill that afterwards, you could have stretched out, like, the the scene where she's talking about the, the stuff with Joker. You could have stretched that out. Yeah, and you could have seen, like, a flashback example. To, yeah. Like, what a few of the montage great years were and you can see how like joker goes from excited to like sour by the end because right. at the end of the relationship he was like fuck this right and so was she yeah so it'd be cool like she's going bigger and bigger and bigger and joker's just not entertained right that'd be a cool little scene to see because then she's jaded where she's like i need to make my current lover super excited about valentine's day because joker ran out after a while exactly. or even she ran out after a while yeah like that's the only thing i would probably you want to still play it up to what season one had yeah that's the only thing i would probably add like there's nothing else like more. Just like a few minutes or like a few montages of just like all extra stuff yeah that would have been a better montage only because like you would have seen like the evolution of her character of why she does it and besides just say like oh cool yeah. this makes sense you know and it would be cool to see like a juxtaposition of like oh where catwoman's like oh like having them like, oh, we just won heist in Valentine's Day and show like it's Batman and Catwoman teaming up with Holly and Joker and like two of them bantering or something mm-hmm. stupid. That could have been like a nice opening. Yeah. 
Like it could have been like a double date situation where, well, Harley calls it a double date or Joker does. And Batman's like, no, we're not dating. And this isn't a double date. We're not friends. Like it could have been like yeah. something stupid to be like reminiscent of like what old Harley would do with Joker on Valentine's day. And then throwing it into current day where she's with Ivy. And yeah. Like Joker's like kind of a good guy and Batman's in jail. Right. Like oh the yeah. past and like oh Valentine's Day and like what like what you could see like a typical Valentine's Day for her to get a sense of why or she her was. worst Valentine's Day that made her really get over the Joker stuff before season one right and then cut to yeah. now you know do the do the um do the the couch gag with uh, Lois and Clark and then cut to now where it's Poison Ivy and Harley you know just yeah you're not for. Yeah. You know, and then lead into the rest of the episode. Yeah, I feel like it was just missing a little something. Yeah, that's all. Just like a strange, like even five minutes. Yeah. Of extra content, oh, like there was just something. That, it's still amazing, and like I said before, it's one of the best episodes they've done, just because of like content and like comedy and just animation. Like it was just fun, but I feel like there was just something that could be added. But that could be said about any spoiler cast we do. We talk about this all the time. We start oh, speculating, yeah. and we start like analyzing i feel like next week we'll be analyzing a lot with uh quantum mania yeah yeah what could have been better what could have been worse what could have, they could have done here yeah because rotten tomatoes is not giving ant-man uh, a good a good spot nope it, it, i saw it recently that it's at like i want to say like 50 something it was 55 before i left work yeah like yikes what is going on yeah 53 right now and that's not to say it's a terrible terrible film it's just I feel like because now we're in like the 40th project, I feel like it's so up its own ass that if you don't know what's going on in the MCU, you're not going to get into these movies. Well, not even that. I think the biggest thing that they run into is the fact that it's also 30-something projects in, and it there is wear and tear on your stuff. And they even said like the biggest the the the, lot, the two reviews I did read on it is that they sacrificed the emotional drive of the movie for more punchy kicky action nonsense. Well, Ant-Man needed some punch kicky action nonsense, but at the same time, Ant-Man was based on comedy heist. Yeah, but... but so, like, but you, don't change that formula no, you, because you, you want more punch kicky action. No, change the formula, but change it where you want to lean into the emotional springboard of how this movie's going to be. You need, like, because... And we'll talk more about it after we see it, but, like, mm -hmm. things like... The fact that the rumor is that Scott Lang may die, you kind of need an emotional crutch for me to give more of a shit. You know? Yeah, like if you do kill Scott Lang, that's awesome. We'll talk about it in, you know, we haven't seen it no, yet as of recording. So we don't, I mean, it's also not out as of recording yet. But um, yeah, I'm, I mean, it sucks that it's getting 53s, but let's see the audience score. I know the audience is usually either worse or better. Yeah, I don't believe the audience score. I, I trust an audience score. I don't. Because the problem is, like, I hate Ragnarok, and people love that movie. You know? Well, that's just a difference in opinion. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, you can have, like, a hot take, all things more. considered. But, like, general, if, if general fan audience consensus says it's, like, a 7 out of 10, I go in with a little bit, like, okay, cool, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. If fan consensus is, like, 32%, I'm like, yikes. Yeah. But then again, it's hard to take certain things in grain of salt, because Captain Marvel isn't a bad movie. It's just... Could have been better, yeah. and then the audience score is like, it sucks assholes because of it. I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad film. Like, get out of here. But then you have stuff like Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah. which has like 100% because all the Snyder fans are just right. like, oh. Right. So, you know, some things are thrown out, but you got it depends on the movie. Yeah. And everything comes down to personal preference and taste anyway. No, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, you don't like Ragnarok, even though it's pretty solid. But then again, we can both agree that, uh, 
Love and Thunder was I want to be it. But like, look at She-Hulk, seventy-five percent from critics, thirty-three percent from audiences. Right. The only episode that I would give thirty-three percent would be the last one, only because it destroys plot lines that, upon rewatch, are like integral but stupid. Exactly. Yeah, that's the only reason why I would give the last episode like a thirty-three. But the whole show we talked about it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I think exactly. it's one of the. Someone I was talking to somebody the other day about it. And they were like, don't tell me She-Hulk. Like, you like She-Hulk. And I'm like, dude, it's one of my favorites. And they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, hey, but I'm a comedy fan. Yeah. And I'm a legal – like, I like the legal comedies. But also not for like, nothing. Franklin and Bash is fantastic. And not for nothing. It's just a it's – a, it's your opinion versus someone else's, you know. Oh, yeah. If and if there's hot take, it's because, oh, she's a lady. Like, then your opinion means nothing. You're like, you made her twerk. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's a comedy. Yeah, you made her twerk. You also made Iria pisses. It's also like a little end credit scene. Like, who cares? And also, let's go back. You allowed Valkyrie to drunk, drunk, drink and drive in Ragnarok. You allowed Iron Man to piss his pants in Iron Man 2 and get drunk. You allowed Iron Man to have stripper pole and strippers in Iron Man 1. But that's all okay because he, they're male leads and it's okay. Well, it was also of the times, to be the, fair. Not, not of the times. Back in 2008 and 2009. Yeah, but still, that doesn't count for, like, oh, the misogyny. It's okay to be. Oh, no, the misogyny is still there, but, like, Hollywood allowed it more so, oh, yeah, is what I was yeah. saying. Like, Hollywood changed, which is why movies are now different because Hollywood was like, oh, we can't be shitty? Okay, my bad. Hold on. Exactly. Like, that's a Hollywood thing. That's not like an us thing or like a writer's thing. Like, Hollywood was like, we'll allow it. Someone's got to rein in the creative. Oh, you know? So let's wrap this up then. Uh, we're going on a tangent off, way off the topic for. Uh... Yeah, Harley Quinn. Fantastic. Go check it out. It's on HBO Max now. It's only 44 minutes. Oh, yeah. You can check it out. It uh, it comes up as season three, episode 11. So you don't got to go find it anywhere. Oh. It is in the Harley Quinn show section. And if you watch it, it will come up if you've been already watching the show. Uh, oh, yes. It did pop up on my feed. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, same with me. It will just t- come up as like yeah. new to watch. So, yeah, South Park new season started, and I didn't even know about it, but then it popped up on HBO, and I was like, oh, sweet. There you go. So, yeah, HBO Max pre Exactly. So, guys, thanks for listening. Get over to our website, andrewscomics.com. Check out this week's previews and releases. Follow us on Instagram, Andrews underscore comics. The podcast, Instagram, Andrews and podcast, and Twitter for update news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. And as always, support your local comic shop, and have a nice day, guys. Guys, have fun. Have- you didn't do your book roundup, dude. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Just quickly run through them, and then we'll redo the intro. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you have to remind me every time. Uh, so we have Last Barbarians, uh, written by Brian Halliburton and all by Brian Halliburton and Giornano Van Dyke, produced by Image Comics. Uh, what's really cool about this is the series of the Barbarians is not a term for, like, like these warrior breeds that exist. What they are is a barbarian is someone that has a multi-class, a multi-class structure. Think D&D. Um, so in their world, you can only have one, you, you have to, you can only be good at one thing and one thing only, um, anyone, if you have multi-talents, you're considered a barbarian. And these two girls have multi-talents and they're trying to like rise up in their kingdom to be able to survive, but, but, but they have this label and no one wants to work with them. It's really cool. And if you like the arts gorgeous, uh, and if you're a fan of, uh, sort of sorcery, check, check it out. Uh, if you read Vesonia, Conan. This is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is Torrent, uh, written by Mark Guggenheim and all by Justin Greenwood, produced by, also produced by Image Comics. Torrent is a cool story. It opened up uh, as a cold opening, uh, but it's about a superhero that becomes a vigilante and why she becomes a vigilante. It's dark. It's gritty. It's written by Mark Guggenheim, who helped create the CW universe. So if you're a fan of stuff like that. Yeah, he's also done a bunch of books, wrote some Arrow comics. Yeah, so 
it's really cool. I love the book a lot. I can't really speak a lot about it because it is very spoiler heavy. It, will, it, it tells you why she goes to Vigilante within the first issue. Yeah, it sets it sets up the whole entire storyline, which is what a good number one issue should do. Yes. Uh, you have Nightcrawlers written by Cy Spurrier and art by Paco uh, Medina by Marvel Comics. The Sin Sinister continues on in this book. The, the uh, Legion of Night, which are Nightcrawler, are people that are the first Chimeras, which are uh, Sinister's uh, Assassin Corps called Legion of Night, which are Night, it's Nightcrawler's DNA mixed with other um, various Marvel heroes, um, mm-hmm. Spider Man, Empilate, uh, X23, Wolverine, and there's a small group of them. Um, mm-hmm. They are actually going after Vox Ignis uh, and Mother Righteous, and Vox Ignis, which is a Banshee uh, Ghost Rider mix. Um, Mm-hmm. He's able to turn them to being Mother Righteous's uh, personal army and saving these guys to go after Sinister. Uh, but it's really cool to see these guys fucking use Necro's powers on top of their own powers. I mean, to be fair, yeah. Spider-Man is one of them. And he just mm-hmm. is Spider-Man <laughs> with Banff abilities. Yeah. Uh, one is Domino, which is really cool because she shoots like her bullet through like she, she poofs one of her own bullets. And like mm-hmm. shoots a guy through the head by doing that. Oh, very cool. It's really cool. I like it a lot. Uh, so if you're also reading Sins of Sinister, you need to get this book. It's within the first 10 years of the Sins of Sinister. Uh, you have Murder World Moon Knight, written by Jim Zub and Ray, uh, Ray Fox, art by Luca uh, Pirazzi, uh, also produced by Marvel Comics. The Murder, Murder World anthology continues, this time focusing on Moon Knight. The survivors are into the next level of the book, getting closer to Arcade. He has decided to unleash Moon Knight upon them um, and hunt, hunt these players down and kill them. While Black Widow is also now revealed to be one of the players uh, in the new game, uh, as she is now it's her versus this robot Moon Knight. Nice. I definitely got to get the Murder World trade when it comes out. I've been seeing a bunch of these one shots, and I'm like, these are cool. Okay. What is this? Uh, you tell me, it's like a the, escape room. It's uh, it's it's um, oh my god, Battle Royale. It's Squid Game. Ooh. It's Squid Game. Ah, very cool. Um, but like, what sucks is once you find out that reveal that the in issue one all the subsequent issues then aren't as like they're like oh these guys are showing up thing, it's like the mm-hmm. first one where you're like holy shit, and then going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally we have Master of the Universe, Master Verse written by Tim Seeley and art by Eddie Nunez and uh, Cigar Argonis. So question, I'm seeing on here we have the Revelations, He Man. Mm-hmm. And then we have the one that's like the kids show He Man on Netflix, mm-hmm. and then the one in the bottom left corner is that like original design He Man? Yep. That's very very cool. So what's the story about? Is it very much like the multiverse no. story, or does it take place in the Kevin Smith universe, no, no, or what no, is no, no, it? No, no, no. So ignore the original because it's a different publisher. It's not Masters of the Multiverse. Um, so what? It, well, I know that. No, I'm, I know that it's not connected to that because that was like a DC yeah. kind of book. But I'm saying like. Masterverse in a way where it's the multiverse. Yeah, it is. So it's okay. it's, it's it's more like Contest of Champions meets uh, Into the Spider Verse, where mm-hmm. it's Zodiac and the Sorceress trying to find champions for their game. Oh, okay. So they're going and seeing. So what it is is the book itself is written as an anthology, with different art mm-hmm. styles for each different world they see. Oh, that's very cool. So you have this in this issue in particular. You have like a horror He Man. Who becomes like the the castle? He gets merged with the actual castle as a like a like a Frankenstein type of monster. Oh, okay. when he uh, uses the power, 
you have like this Gru esque He Man, um, and the other one's the the one that's uh, the one that's from the um, the Dark Horse comics so far, the Revelations. Um, oh, the one from the from the one from the Netflix show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are the three they they highlight in this book. Yeah, because the cover has the one from the other Netflix show. Yeah. No, this the kitty or something. Yeah, no, one. this one it highlights the one from um the Revelations era. Very cool. That's cool. cool. So yeah, check that out. And yeah, that's pretty much for, for the books. And again, and now you can close this out. Okay, <laughs> if you're listening, you can check out our website, AndroidsAmazing.com, for this week's previews and new releases. Check out our Instagram, Android underscore Comics, on Twitter, Androids uh, Androids Comics on Twitter. Check out the podcast, Instagram, Androids Amazing Podcast. That uh, Instagram, Android, oh, sorry, that Instagram, Androids Podcast, and that Twitter, Androids Amazing. We have posted cool stuff all the time. Uh, don't forget to check. Uh, oh my God, I closed it all out. Uh, don't forget to check out. Uh, don't forget to support your comments or rate and review, uh, share, rate, review, and uh, always, always support your comment shop and have a nice day. I did that off the top of my head because I was not reopening my phone because it's dying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, guys. I'll see you again. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We're going to hopefully call it the medium with John. Yeah, sounds good. Peace. Peace.